welcome to the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. I'm your host, Dr. Linda Mintel, the relationship doctor, and I'm here along with my co-host, Chris Weigel. And every weekend we're here, we're doing life together, and as always, we're so glad you joined us. That's right, Dr. Linda. Here we are. Our state remains under the uh, stay-at-home order, so we continue to social distance on our radio show and on the podcast. Uh, if I'm being frank with you, this is getting a little old, but we are following the orders. That's right. And we did a show, if you remember, a few weeks ago on patience. And now, guess what, Chris? We get to practice it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I know. I, I think we're both so ready to get back to being with people again. Yet, you know, we know the importance. We're trying to remember the end game here of taking it slow, taking it steady. I think it helps us always to remember what's the goal. The goal is to flatten the curve and slow down the virus while they're working on treatments and vaccines and the things that are going to help us in the long run. And we thought this would be a good time to uh, do a bit of self-reflection. And so we asked people what they thought, what they have learned during this stay-at-home time. And uh, we want to share those thoughts today on the show. When I said we're going to do on, a show on self-reflection, did that scare you? Well, I got a mirror out. I thought maybe that would be important. <laughs> but I'm pumped. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was good. You know, a lot of people have thoughts in their head about what's been going on and how they're reacting to it. But I found a lot of people said, oh, I guess I haven't said it out loud to anybody. So we're going to say it out loud and we're going to listen to what people said. I think it was really interesting to hear people's points of view. So let's begin with our first person. It's so important just to find one consistent thing to do a day. So for me, um, one of the people I follow on Instagram, they were doing a live workout for a half an hour every single day. And each day had a different theme, and it was consistent. And that was the most exciting part. It gave me something to look forward to. It kept me active, and it made me feel like I was around other people because it was a live Instagram feed. So everyone was commenting, and there was lots of people doing it with me. Wow, exercise. Did you get into that? Not necessarily at a gym or with weights or a treadmill, but we have been staying so busy around the house. Believe it or not, Dr. Linda, I have lost weight during this process. Really? Well, I, I liked what she was doing. She used an app. And a lot of times people say, I can't get to the gym. I, I can't get motivated sitting at home. But it's true. If you put those apps on and you're watching someone who's kind of yelling at you in a good way, you know, encouraging <laughs> you, saying, come on, you can do it, you can do it. I think a lot of people have used that. And I know Norm and I have been walking sometimes up to five miles a day. Now, we haven't done that. We usually go about two, two and a half. But some days five when the weather's really good and we feel like we're getting back in shape again, which is, is a good thing. So kudos to all of you who have added more exercise to your days. Now, the trick is let's keep that going. Let's stay healthy that way. She mentioned the word consistency, too. I think that's important. It, it does help uh, sort of break the monotony of being stuck somewhere. Right. Exercise, you have to keep doing it. You just have to keep doing it. Otherwise, you don't get that benefit long term. So it is a consistent thing to keep doing. Dr. Linda, before the program, you uh, you talked about a lesson that you learned. It was before we started the show. Yeah, it's a little silly, but I learned, Chris, that my hair doesn't need to have the roots colored as, as often as I thought. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a life-changing lesson, but I tell you what, I posted a picture on Instagram so people can look at it, and I went 18 weeks with no you know, root help, like little coloring on my roots or anything, or a haircut. And I couldn't believe it. I felt like the Jesus's first miracle when mm. he, you know they kept pouring the wine out of the water because it just kept getting more and more wine. I kept looking at my roots and going, 
why aren't they getting white? Why aren't they getting white? And it was kind of a miracle. They didn't until the day I finally was able to go, which was just recently where I was able to go in with masks on, the only person in the salon, very careful, and I uh, got, finally got my hair cut and the roots addressed. So, Dr. Linda, your roots are truly the gift that keeps on giving then. <laughs> it really is. And the hairdresser was amazed. She kept looking at me going, I don't understand this. I understand this. Your hair grew about an inch and a half, and you don't have any roots. So it's a miracle. Anyway, let's hear what Anne says. As an introvert, you've probably heard the tagline, I'm an introvert, so this is what I've been training for my whole life. So... I do enjoy this social isolation, but it's even become a little bit too much for me. Personally, I have enjoyed the time I've learned to garden. I've painted my windows. That's really turning things, making things beautiful, um, painting furniture, finding the beauty in things has really helped me. I mean, why not? There's really not much else to do. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there was, there was a deeper message there. I really did love what she said about finding beauty in things and making beautiful things. In our busy, busy life, how often do we stop and do that? Mm. So I thought that was lovely. All right, let's hear what Alexa had to say. During this time, I have learned much more about community and fostering it in different ways. Just being able to commune with people right around you that you might not have really commune with as much as you would now. See, Dr. Linda, I think that's interesting because we talk about isolation and not being social. But if you look at it like Alexa does, there are people right around you, you know, in your own neighborhood that you can you can get to know. And that was a millennial talking. And she did say, my neighbors, I didn't even hardly know who my neighbors were. Probably because people are out walking and they're trying to do things outside. They're finding out who lives next to them and, and starting to learn to know those people. So I think that's wonderful. You know, just getting to know even our grocery store checkout people. We're, we're starting to see the familiar people because we've gone a lot more than we used to in the, in the past. And the Amazon driver or, you know, somebody that brings your mail or anything like that, you know, stopping, getting to know those people. It's, it's been good in that way. And they've been there all along and now we get to, uh, we get to meet them. I'm very well aware of this situation here. This, uh, this is a dad talking about the uh, quality time with his children. So I've learned that I've been just as productive at home uh, while also enjoying the benefits of being home with my young family. I feel at the end of the day I'm more accomplished and yet have spent qual still quality time with my family. During this time, I've learned a lot about sacrifice and what sacrificial love means um, towards the people that you love and towards strangers as well. Now's a good test for that, too, because when you're stuck in the house with your family <laughs> for days on end, it could be a sacrifice to show love to them. You know, one of the fallouts of COVID-19 was how many people had their plans changed. And Jennifer has something to say about that. The lesson I've learned through being locked down and put aside from our family and our things that we thought we were going to do was how to take that disruption and turn it around into what could be something special for our family. We were ready to go on vacation and have a grand adventure. We were all going to meet at Disney and meet the big mouse and do all of those things as a family in this unique time. And we came upon that and found out that we weren't able to go, everything was locking down, and now we need to readjust and see where can that go from here? And to be prepared 
for a new day when we're all ready to regroup and we can see each other again and how much more sweet the celebration will be. So it just took time to realize that there could be a blessing hidden in this. Dr. Linda, that makes me think of uh, families that I've known who have lost people during this process. Uh, you can't have a funeral. The great thing here is that people are really focusing on family. And I love the dad of young kids saying, I got to be with my kids. I got just as much done. Think about it. You're not commuting. You're not going into the office every day. You've got more time to be with your kids. And some people are actually going back to some of the classics and reading books again. During my stay at home, I've gotten closer to my family. I've spent a lot of time reading books as well as uh, devotionals, just spending time with the Lord and also encouraging my students as I'm a teacher online, um, trying to keep them busy. It's actually been a great time, just reflection and, and time with the Lord. So it sounds like a lot of people are reconnecting with their family and their friends. And, you know, I've heard, Chris, some people tell me that their marriages have been saved because they are not as busy. They're not as distracted. They're focusing on each other and they're starting to learn to be with each other again and love each other. And memories are being built. A lot of people have talked about playing games and having game nights and hikes and family dinners. I think our empathy and our appreciation for teachers and first responders and healthcare workers and grocery store workers and gas station attendants and all those people that we may not pay attention to, like we said, our appreciation has grown and our helplessness through all of this has led to a new dependence on God. So good is coming out of this difficult season. Mm, that is so true. And we want to share more of what listeners are saying during this time of being at home. More lessons learned to come on the Dr. Linda Mental Show. There's no doubt about it. We are definitely living in the text, Twitter, and email age. The handwritten note has become quite the relic. But just because we don't write much with pen and paper anymore doesn't mean we should forsake the kind and encouraging message. Hi, I'm Dr. Linda Mintel, the Relationship Doctor, and I want to encourage you to share a kind word. Even if it's a text, the power of telling a friend you're thinking of them, complimenting a success, or just saying, hey, hang in there, can make all the difference. If you've ever had your day interrupted by just a quick but genuine message from someone close, you know how a thought can raise your spirits, rejuvenate your mind, or help you stick on a difficult path because someone just cares. While you're listening right now, someone may come to mind, someone you can encourage with a few words. Take a minute and text, tweet, or email that person. Tell them you value them and the part they play in your life. It just might change their whole day. Welcome back to the Dr. Linda Mental Show, and today's topic is lessons learned from our stay-at-home time. We've got more of your comments to share, but before we move on, I want to remind you to check out Dr. Linda's website, drlindamental.com, and that's where you will find her blogs, books, and it's where you can connect on social media. And Dr. Linda has a new book out, and it's called Living Beyond Pain. It helps anyone with pain get their life back, and it's available online and where books are sold. You know, Chris, during this time, I've definitely learned to slow down. And that is saying a lot for me because I'm a very type A person. I'm constantly on the go. I'm very task oriented, but I've learned to take time for things that matter and to be less distracted from things that are kind of mind numbing and have filled my time. Uh, one of the things I can think of off the top of my head is just kind of watching television. It's not something that's really 
I know it's supposed to be entertaining, but there's a lot of mind-numbing type of TV shows that really don't do much for you. They don't help you in any way. So I've really been trying to look for shows that are encouraging, something that has been meaningful. And I tell you, Norm and I were watching The Chosen. We have been very impressed at the character development. It's all about Jesus and the disciples and choosing the disciples. And he's obviously the chosen one, but it has been amazing. And it's really touched us. And we were really surprised by that series. And then, of course, we watched Inexplicable, which we had Norman, who talked about his documentary series that can be found on thestateoffaith.com. And there's two episodes out on Inexplicable, how Christianity spread to the ends of the earth. And I just found that I wanted to feed my soul more during this time. Did you have that? have been spending more time in the Word, and uh, this isn't necessarily TV, but I've been reading the uh, <laughs> the complete Left Behind series. There's like 30 of these books, and I'm about halfway through. Yeah, those are really oldies, aren't they? Yeah. They, they are. And they came out in the late 90s, and I realized that's, wow, that's, you know, 25 years ago now. So, But they're still good, and it's, it's a lot of fun to read. That's great. Let's go back to our comments. This one relates to our show on patience. At the beginning of all of this, I thought I'm incredibly resilient and uh, probably like a lot of people thought this will be over quickly. When it wasn't, I realized I was pretty resilient. But as it wore on, I realized I was also growing increasingly impatient and grouchy and moody, desperately needed to get out. (laughs) When we finally were able to see some other people, I noticed how changed my mood and lightened my outlook. That was nice. Let's just call a spade a spade. That's our producer, Dr. Norm, and he, he's grouchy all the time. <laughs> he's, hey! he's over here counting us down. And, but you know what? It is really hard when you're a people person to not be with mm. people. And uh, we had some good weather, so we were able to social distance out in our yard and have some conversations. And I'll tell you what, just made such a difference. We do not understand the power of interpersonal relationships and touch and all the things that we're going to be having to be challenged by. Uh, But speaking of patience, Chris, let's listen to what Patty had to say. I learned a lot of things during the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, My father fell and broke his back and has been in hospital rehabs and he eventually passed away. During that time, I fell in his hospital room and broke my arm and elbow and had to have surgery. And just shortly thereafter, my mother became ill and was hospitalized and put into a rehab facility amidst the COVID-19 situation of isolation. It's been very trying on our family. The isolation and the grieving part and caring for people just taught us a lot that we can really depend on the Lord. He's been so faithful through this time. Psalm 91 uh, verse 1 says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. She's like a modern-day Job, Dr. Linda. That's what our producer just said. He goes, she's Mrs. Job. Mm. I tell you what, she's my neighbor, and she has been through it. But you know what? She always has a smile on her face, and she's always optimistic. She loves the Lord, and boy, what a witness that is to other people. Well, let's talk to Gabrielle. She's one of our younger listeners. Happiness doesn't come from other people, or it's not based off of other people and relationships at least not genuine happiness. I think it comes from within and from Christ. If you're alone for a long time, for me at least, if my walk with Christ is strong, then I still am happy and I'm not, you know, getting depressed and having a really hard time with, especially with being home for so long. 
I'm able to continue to be happy and find ways to keep myself active because my happiness is not coming from my social interactions. It's coming from Christ and from within. She has great insight, but you can still hear the youngster in her saying, this is really getting to be a little much. Yeah, yeah. And listen, let's listen to Teresa. Teresa had a really global insight. We can no longer be isolated anymore. We thought, hey, it's contained over here in this country. You know, I'm sorry for them. You know, maybe some of us can go over and kind of help them. But now it's become 100% clear that the health of the earth is dependent on us collectively. And those of us who have more resources need to pour into those countries and those places where they have less resources to deal with these kinds of illnesses and bring them up to an acceptable, humane level of living. From a spiritual perspective, one of the things I've learned is that I have a greater appetite to learn more about my faith and how others throughout history have not only survived but exceeded all their own expectations as they've gone through difficult times. Not unlike a pandemic, but certainly persecutions and hardships. The things that I've been thinking about is the magnitude of the impact it's had on American society and culture. Uh, A lot of events historically over the past 100 or 200 years in America have caused some paradigm shifts, but this COVID thing, I think, has caused a multifaceted paradigm shift. You're gonna see changes in the way people interact personally, the way people interact in communications, you know, this this Zoom interface now, the way people uh, meet and greet, the economic impacts yet, the paradigm shifts in the economy haven't even come to the surface yet, but uh, I spend some time thinking about what's life going to be like uh, one year, two years, five years from now in America. It's going to be much different than it was a year ago. Yeah, there's some great insights there with uh, people thinking, you know, we can't just be concerned about ourselves. You know, Chris, that's a Christian perspective. We need to be concerned about everybody on the globe whether it's happening in America or it's happening in Syria or wherever people are being hit by a terrible pandemic, uh, Italy, Spain, all the places we've been hearing about, and then thinking about historically, spiritually, what has God done through those times, and then wondering how is it going to affect us as we go forward. So that's a lot to think about in those three uh, sound bites that we just heard. But then there's Gabrielle, and she says something kind of sweet and uh, innocent again about where, how she's coping. One of the things that I've learned in my spiritual faith is that God has a plan for everything. So even when everything's falling apart, all you really have to do is just show up for it. And that's really encouraging to me. (laughs) You can't ask for much more than that. Just be there and let God take control. You know, and that really helps with worry. And so I think when we're thinking about this, whatever God allows, he will use it somehow for our good. And, And this is the promise we have of Romans 8, 28. So perhaps we grow deeper in our faith during this time. We learn to really trust God because we really can't trust what's going on around us all the time. We get our priorities right. We begin to serve others and we begin to build more compassion for those people who are suffering. Mm, Dr. Linda, that's so true. And there are many more listeners that we want you to hear before we end the program today. It will encourage you. Stay with us right here on the Dr. Linda Mental Show. Everyone worries, don't they? 
Well, just listen to the nightly news or read the economic forecast or even talk to your family. Hi, I'm Dr. Linda Mintel. Opportunities to worry present themselves many times during our day. So why would God tell us not to worry when it almost seems like it's impossible? First, he knows the physical damage worry does to our bodies. Second, he wants to calm us down by taking the burden of control away from us. Hey, we don't have control. No matter how much we think we do, he does. And third, he wants us to trust him. The root of worry is doubting God. Doubt is not trusting that God is who he says he is, or he will do what he says he will do. So every day, take your worries to God. Rehearse his goodness, accept his grace, and walk in the confidence that he is in control and he's working all things for your good. You're listening to the Dr. Linda Mental Show, and Dr. Linda has written numerous books that you can find on her website and online. Her latest is Living Beyond Pain. It's a book to help anyone living with pain get their life back with practical tools that are not related to taking drugs. Check out her website, drlindamental.com, and connect on social media and read her weekly blogs. And don't forget, you can uh, listen to the program on iTunes as a podcast as well. I've been blogging on a whole lot of topics like fear and worry and anxiety and panic and uh, you know anger and all the things that are, are concerning people. So if you need some help with one of those things, just go find the blog and, and read one of those articles. There's something there for pretty much everyone. Dr. Linda, during the pandemic, much of the news today is dire, and daily reports of death and despair seem to dominate the headlines. And what you don't always hear reported, however, is the good news and how faith impacts us. A faith is based on the good news of the gospel. That's right. And our faith is our rock, and it's our anchor during the time of storm. And we've certainly been in a storm in the last few weeks. Faith is a constant in our life. Our God never changes. His promises are true yesterday, today, and forever. And faith really brings stability to our life, even during a very, very difficult season like we're having now. So let's listen to what a few other people had to say about their faith. The COVID virus uh, isolation has impressed upon me that, you know, we're not really in control of things. That's kind of scary. You know, when you think at least you can have some control of your life, and then it all changes. At first, I think it's really scary. It's really frightening. Uh, but then you realize that, you know, we believe in a God that is more powerful than this. And your faith becomes much more strong. And then you're reassured and refreshed and encouraged in your faith. And sharing with other people, even online, uh, really encourages to know that hey, God's got this. And so I think my faith has grown during this time. Our sinful nature wants to say... I want to be in control, but it's times like this that uh, we realize, like uh, like Andy said, uh, we're not. And it's encouraging that we have a God who's bigger than us, who can take care of us during this time. And if we just trust him and we put our faith in him, he's going to help us get through this. We heard from a millennial too, Chris, who, who told us what God is doing in her life. A spiritual lesson I've learned has definitely been immersing myself in the truth because the very beginning stages of all of this, I was becoming very anxious and very fearful because you're just inundated with constant news stories and I get daily updates on how many viruses there are in my city. So it's very important to, first of all, be thankful for your health 
and to be praying for protection over your loved ones. But also, I am following a Bible plan where I'm reading through the Bible in a year, and that's been very helpful because it keeps me on track, and it helps me separate the truth from some of the fear that's going on and being told to me. And we heard from a lot of other people that talked about the importance of the word and reading the Bible. I'm impressed that a, a millennial like that would, would get on that program and stay with it during a time like this. And let's listen to what three other men had to say about their faith as well. We seem to be surrounded in a culture of fear right now. And I think being well grounded in my faith has helped me deal with this in a healthy manner to where I'm not anxious, I'm not fearful. It's just my faith is, is keeping me grounded and keeping me on a straight and narrow path. Go to God's word. Bible tells us in 2 Timothy, all scriptures are given by inspiration of God. It is profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, all of those things. And when we go to God's word, we receive encouragement. Now, what we have been doing as a family is we have been sending verses and pieces and passages of scripture to encourage one another. And I look so forward to it in the evening. I've got a brother-in-law, two brother-in-laws. I have a son that we're sending encouraging verses to. And then it's just been so encouraging to stay in God's word because his word does encourage us during times like this. In times of mass fear and uncertainty, we need something to grasp that is sound and reliable and true. And we have that. We have God's presence to us. We have his word. We have the ability to meditate if we just take the time. And we have the ability to hear from God if we'll take the time to listen to him and let him speak to us. That's directly contrary to most of what's going on around us right now. You know, Dr. Linda, one thing that we've learned during this time is that people seem to be praying more. Even people who never pray have begun to pray. And the Pew Research Center reports that religious habits have shifted during the pandemic, and people are praying for the virus to stop spreading and using prayer to cope. So one thing that COVID's done for me is made me much more intentional and much more regular in my prayer life. There's so much that's unknown these days. We have children who are in healthcare training. We have a daughter in PA school and a son in medical school. So they've both been in clinics and emergency rooms at potential exposure. Um, we have a mom in a healthcare facility, memory care facility, and if the uh, virus gets in there, they're going to be in a lot of trouble because they have lots of people with all the typical comorbidities. So we have lots of reasons right in our own family for prayer. And there are so many people that are hurting. We know people who have lost their jobs. Uh, we don't know people directly impacted by COVID, by a disease in their family or deaths, but we know friends of friends who have been. There's so much hurting out there. There's um, just so many people who need the Holy Spirit's comfort that we're praying for. So many that need provision because they've lost jobs. So many people need protection from the virus and from exposure to it. And um, we have a God that's in control of everything. He knows where this came from. He knows what's going to happen in the future. It's really driven home that we don't know those things, and we tend to rely on ourselves when everything's going well. And so this has really struck home, um, and to me in particular, that I'm not in control, and that I need to turn to God and depend on the God who knows everything and is in control of everything. Well, amen. And, and so during this stay-at-home time and slowly reopening, take time to think about what spiritual lessons you may have learned. Continue to stand, see and discern the spiritual realities of our day. What is God prompting you to do? How does he want you to move forward? And what habits has he been growing in you during this time of slowdown? Well, that's all the time we have today. Many thanks to our producer, Norm Mintel, our engineer, and my co-host, Chris Weigel, who makes the show a conversation. From all of us here at Faith Radio, we'll talk to you next weekend. In the meantime, remember, we're doing life together, and it's better when you don't have to do it alone. Thank you.
Well, thanks for listening to this conversation from the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. These podcasts are available because of listener support. You can make a gift now at MyFaithRadio.com. And thanks for sharing this audio link with a friend and helping us grow the impact of the Dr. Linda Mintel Show. Also, take a moment to subscribe to the podcast today at iTunes or your podcast player, and you'll never miss a show.